Lightning Strikes Thrice is part of the Pitch Drop Podcast Network, please check out our Patreon page and consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. Listening to Lightning Strikes Thrice, a Final Fantasy 13 series game club podcast. This is episode 5, covering the fourth day of Lightning Returns. I am your host, Chris Taylor, and with me is... Matt Marcus. Bill Holmes. And Fletcher could not make it today. He is not having a good weekend. Yeah. Anyway, welcome, Phil. We mentioned this probably back in season one, but he gave this podcast its name. Thank you very much, Phil. Your check is in the mail. Yeah, it's I... bad and I like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's OK. It still pays better than some of the other jobs I've had. Oof. Yeah, the other jobs didn't even give exposure. <laughs> no, the other jobs I had to pay money to do. Never get in a multi-level that's marketing not, that's scheme. Not, that's not called a job. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Called multi-level marketing. Look, you got to spend money to make money, right? And if you want, if you get while you guys are here, uh, we mm-hmm. should have a conversation about these knives I have with me. I was hoping you had <laughs> vitamins. Oh, I, I know a guy in college who, who did the Cutco knife thing for a little while. I almost did. I was like very, very close. I had the interview. They gave me the interview and then like, uh, you know what? I got a better job, so I'm just not going to do this. Mm-hmm. Apparently the knives are decent. I don't know. Yeah, but when you have to pay, it was literally pay two seventy for a knife set so you could show off to people to sell other suckers two hundred seventy dollars knife sets oh, to get yeah, your yeah. money back. Oh yeah, and like that's almost like money for like a really good knife set, like an actual like Zwilling knife set is like I don't know three hundreds, four hundreds. So it's like you putty a little bit extra, you probably get a much better knife. <laughs> Or anyway, you could spend twenty dollars on the pack of rainbow colored ones at Costco and throw them out every three months. Only three months? Jesus, what do you do? Know. You're nice. I don't know how often we throw them out. I don't make food. Oh yeah, I forgot that you're you're uh, you're a microwave man. You sharpen your knives? No, <laughs> they're twenty dollar knives. Those like cheaper um, pairing knives, which can be pretty good, are like it's not really worth sharpening those up after like six months or a year. Just might as well get a new one. I guess that's wasteful. But whatever. Well, I kind of get it. You're, you're that way with everything, though. I mean, instead of buying, you know, a good set of knives, you'll pay, you know, a bunch of times for a cheap set of knives. And instead of buying a good game, you bought Final Fantasy 13, <laughs> Final Fantasy 13 2, Lightning Returns. <laughs> Look, uh, all the money I spent on those three games together is the equivalent of. Uh, one modern full-priced game, so I think that's pretty good. Or, I could look at it like this, I got this game on sale for $15, which is the cost of a much worse game. Grand Quest Four. <laughs> Wait, you got that for $15? I paid like... I got the phone version. Oh, okay, okay yeah, because I, I bought the DS version of Five, and that was like $25, like, just the cart at GameStop. 
Lewis. I mean, I liked it. It was, but pricey for that. Worth every penny, though. It was a good game. It was a good game. Glad I played it. I'm so bored. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, what did, did we do? We start off. Did, did you even get to thir- <laughs> chapter three? Yeah. Yeah, I did. You didn't like being a merchant? No. Uh, who doesn't like being an NPC? Don't answer that. Look, NPCs. I mean, there's, there's an actual whole series about that. <laughs> like, isn't that isn't that the one they like Artillier or Artillier series like about running an item shop at a, in an otherwise JRPG? I actually didn't know that, but uh, I might have to give that a second look. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it looks like it looks like a you know Fletch level garbage game. <laughs> Because <laughs> it, it looks like a Neptunia kind of a thing, but I think it's like actually you're running an item shop. I often look at games on Steam and I'm like, this seems like a game for Fletch. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, wait, is there a Fletch tag on Steam? I wish. <laughs> I mean, give it like a few days. Uh, I'm sure you can make geez. one. Mm-hmm. So, yesterday we. Oh, be- better yet, the curators. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. That's okay. It's Matt's problem. I cut it all. Problem. I I cut it out anyway. It's fine. <laughs> uh, that's why these episodes take fucking forever to finish. So yesterday, uh, just like we did the Final Fantasy game. Yup. Yeah. Yup. Thirteen took a long time. Thirteen was the longest one by a lot. Half the time you can't even finish. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, all you have to do <laughs> is bring. Yeah, I mean, just bring bring your PS3 to your doctor and say, "I I can't this, I can't seem to finish. This game is lasting longer than six hours. Please help." <laughs> <laughs> all right. This is going to be the time that I say what we did the last time. This will be it. Okay. This is the one. All right. What did we do? Let fuck. Okay. We went to Yuznan. Oh yeah. Okay. So last time we met, we were uh we went to Yuznan, we did the sneaking in special and uh fought a Cyclops and got to a party and instead of doing what we needed to do, we left. And now we are going to the Dead Dunes. And this is where Matt puts in the music. go to the dead dunes assuming we're beginning at the beginning of the day we start in the ark and uh, we get some new items a couple of garbs the black mage and white mage garbs and they are both good for uh spell based staggering and i've never used them well yeah because all the arc loot is good if you don't buy anything else like if you're spending all yeah. your money on weapons instead yeah I, like there was one 
is Nocturne one that shows up in the arc, or is that one that you pick up from a shop? I don't really recall. I don't even know which one that is. Uh, it's. I thought you were using that. No, you're using like Lang Noir. Yeah, that's. I'm using a bot one. It looks similar, but it's one of the uh, more like heavy hitting physical garbs. But I was using that until I uh, replaced it with Shadow Trooper later this day. I think that's a buy. Gotcha. But anyway, yeah, it's always it's always fun to get free stuff. Even if it's just to see like how they decided to dress up lightning. If it's not. And these are uh, relatively uh, tame outfits. <laughs> yeah. Do they get yeah. worse? Oh, yeah. They totally get worse. <laughs> oh, man. Like, like go to the wiki. No, thanks. <laughs> me, I, hold on. I'll post it in the Slack. The one I'm using is very aesthetically awful. It's the uh, one with fire plus level two baked in. It looks oh, very bad. Um, is that that's not ignition is no ignition looks good no i don't like it i think it is that though i think the best looking ones are the ones that are like she's wearing pants that's a plus and usually like a vest of some sort like you know uh like heart stealer is one of them and you could just like heartbreaker just just wear clouds outfit it's very good (laughs) yeah i mean sure yeah clouds outfit's perfectly fine Basically, if she's wearing pants, it's a good outfit. If she's not wearing pants, it's really hit or miss. Mostly miss. I, I, some of the shorts are okay. Some of the shorts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what, like the Yuna? The Yuna outfit? Uh, I don't have that one. Uh, I was thinking more <laughs> of the, uh, I'm drawing a blank on the name of the outfit, but I've been running around with a couple different ones, and it doesn't seem to be too, what's the word looking for? Offensive. Too revealing. Too revealing, too scandalous, too offensive. Anything like any adjective for if you're a normal person, you call them gross. And if you're into that, you call it fan service. No, if you're into that, you call it expressing her sexuality. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, (laughs) after we get free loot, we can talk to Hope. We can ask him about Sarah. What does he say? When you ask him about uh Sarah, she didn't feel any way about it. Hope says it's because she's been made divine. The Aradia is God's life force. She becomes more and more godlike every time. Mm-hmm. Lightning says what happens at the end. I don't want to spend eternity with Bunavelza, which I don't. I, I, I mean, Bunavelza seems like kind of a prick. So, oh, he's a huge prick. I mean, like at this point, we haven't interacted directly with Bunavelza at all, right? No, they, but we get. Isn't it, is it this day or yesterday where he goes, here's your sister, lol, JK? <laughs> no, I, you know, I, I forget. I think it's after a certain point in the, uh, in this main quest. I think you have to finish a main quest and she'll show up. It's hard to tell because I think there are some things that trigger on main quest completion and there's some things that trigger on just the day, well, that I particular day. S- I think it's the day because I saw it and I haven't okay. done any of the main quests because I'm oh, good doing fine, how we're fine. discussing it. Which is right, not yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you're right. I think day four, she's like, shows Sarah, and then she fades away, and then is lightning's like, it's a reminder of what I stand to gain, and it's definitely prickish. And that's what she says. I saw Sarah, but I didn't feel anything. <laughs> okay, context. Cool. Also, at some point, you can meet Mog, and then you mm-hmm. can ask Hope about Mog, and. Hope talks shit on you because you just like punched Mog in the face. <laughs> Lightning goes, I don't like hugs. And Hope says, Nah, you did. 
(laughs) Cool hope. Mm Mm-hmm. Look, look, look. You shouldn't you shouldn't just hug women. You need to ask first. Come on, guys. Mog should have learned that by now. I have a question about hope, and I don't know if this has been covered already, but so from my understanding, he was a child, then he became an adult. Yes. And he's the only one in this universe that went back to being a child. Um, maybe. Uh, he's the only of the main cast to do that. Right. You know, because, like, shit's weird in, uh, in this world. I, there's probably one person that I haven't run into that has aged in reverse. Like, I've definitely run into one person in a, well, it's as part of a side quest, there's a character, an NPC that didn't get immortality and aged and then died off. What? Yeah. I'll talk about it next episode. Because okay. I did it in day five, but there is one NPC that you never actually meet in person, but you're told uh, w- did not actually become immortal. So I can imagine that there is somebody who aged in reverse also besides Hope. But Hope yeah. is the only one that I can name. But the right thing, now. he didn't actually age in reverse. He became an adult and then. Yeah, right. And, and, right, like, right. He didn't, like he didn't age in reverse. He just poof. Look, maybe, maybe, maybe God just prefers younger boys. So I'm not going to, I'm not even kidding. The game's answer to this was the Lord works in mysterious ways. No joke. Like a direct quote (laughs) from hope. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's like, well, I guess God needed me to be a boy. And I'm like, hmm. Hmm. Way way too many things to say here. I know. I know. It's. It's problematic. I don't want to offend any listeners, which oh, I don't know why I care because it's not my audience. That's uh, well, also, also Chris already offends them. So, like, I could just cut it out if it's too bad. <laughs> uh, That's anyway. fine. I already hit the Protestants and the Catholics, so no need to retread that ground. Well, we're in the desert, so we have a whole new route. Uh, mm, yeah, 40 days or 40, I, 40 I, years. I almost made that desert earlier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no Dead Sea? There's the Dead Dunes, but no Dead Sea. I'm disappointed. Anyway, so we head off to the Dead Dunes, and when you arrive there, it's sand. It's coarse, and it gets everywhere, and it's right by the train station. Like, you literally step outside, and there's just mounds and mounds of sand. And, and we're back into playing near Automata. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, music's not as good unfortunately it depends on when you arrive because i've been here several times and there's like three music tracks per area right yeah there's for each like stage of the day there's like a daytime a nighttime and like a dusk or early morning or like you know there's transitions but also you know a lot of reused like i mentioned last episode a lot of reused music from 13 to and even some from 13 um i did not write down the name of any of the tracks that play in this zone What's weird is some. I think it also depends on the part of the desert you're wandering. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes, yeah. There's that. Yeah, so uh, like, if you're in the town, it's it's a different. Well, well, not only like that. Tune. I think if you're like toward the beach, it's a little different than if you're in the middle of the uh, the desert. Yeah, because if, yeah. if you're in like the uh, western region in the middle of the day, then you get the uh, "I'm feeling sad and my eidolon's gonna kill me" music from thirteen, <laughs> which very weird. Yep, yep, yep. Do you run into the shooty HG song here in some of the battles at night? I think. Uh-huh. I think like one of the or or it's either that or or worlds collide. It's a uh, when you fight Earth Eaters. Also, okay, yeah. I think like when you're fighting tougher enemies, you'll get 
boss themes, usually from 13-2. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah. But she said when worlds collide, I'm just wondering if we're going to get a Power Man 5000 cover. Fuck yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, like, he doesn't come back for a new track, but his tracks are in there. So you get up, you go north a bit, and you're starting on 4-1, Main Quest 4, Part 1, Bandits of the Desert. And our goal is to find the, uh, well, we'll call it a town, but uh, it's a place called Ruffian, which is a... (laughs) If you could imagine what that sounds like, it's exactly what it sounds like. Full of rude dudes. It is a it is a den of thieves, if you will. Here's what I'd like to know: Was it a den of thieves that they they just decided to name it Ruffian, or was it named Ruffian and then they just everybody left and the thieves are like, well, you know what? Let's just go there. Well, that's a good question because I think thanks. There's a narrative she named it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think she also like gathered the people, right? Like she she. So Fang says. I gotta get all these bandits so we can get the fucking clavis. I know. I'll name the bandits Monoculus. And then she made a base and then said, oh shit, I ran out of good name juice. Let's call it Ruffian. <laughs> Why is it called the cl- clavis? Ah, oh, jeez. Uh, well, we'll get into that. Uh, uh, well, it's Monoculus because they have only one eye. I, I don't know. They, they don't have depth perception. Yeah, no, the monoculus guys, yeah, so you run into these these dudes, they're called monoculus, they're bandits, they're a bandit troop, and some of them have, like, really cyberpunk, like, uh, face covers and, like, eye patches and shit, it actually looks pretty rad. Uh, I, I like it anyway, it's, it's right. a very different tone. But here's what I'd like to know, are, are they robbing anybody in any of the towns? That is unknown, because there's gotta be, there's no towns out here anymore, anyway, other than, like, there's shopkeepers in a couple of spots but i think they're all like tomb robbers they're all uh indiana joneses you know going down to the temple and stealing shit that isn't theirs yeah but i wouldn't consider indiana jones a bandit he's just well, no, because he doesn't he doesn't tomb raider because he doesn't work with a fence he doesn't fence his items he just gives them to museums right but it's like tomb raider owned by, uh, hunter, owned by wealthy white people bandit okay. normally implies that they're actually like taking from other people not dead corpses that's true Miriam Webster has the most interesting uh, option for this, which is that they're all secretly airplanes. Wait, what? <laughs> what? App- apparently, definition three for bandit is an enemy plane. Oh, no, that makes sense. Yeah, I can see that. That's actually why you have to go back at six. You can't interfere with the fucking sick dog fights between the orders and the monoculus. All right, so once we are in Ruffian, uh, there's a particular person we have to talk to. Tell me what Adonis did. Yes, we have to talk to Adonis. I, I, I can't. Why would they name a character Adonis? Because they're trying to, you know, get into that, you know, Overwatch sexy game, right? Sure, but he doesn't. He doesn't seem to want to answer the question. We, uh, when you ask about the Clavis, you just kind of a little coy about it, so. He says, we'll tell you if you join our gang. He puts you through a trial. He has a trial of the bandits. The only way to join. Which is actually very funny once you complete it. <laughs> that he gives you this quest. Yes. So this quest took like five seconds. On your way here, there's that uh, embankment up to the right, which there's no reason not to go there because it's the only interesting looking place on your map. And you can get a Pilgrim's Crux there. So you could go outside, use the uh, Cactuar Warp Stone 
take it to God's Wrath, which is the giant whirlwind, and then just use the Pilgrim's Crux on the stone, and then you fight some boss, and then the quest is done, because Fang is here. So I- yeah, I mean, that's it's pretty quick, and also, like, we didn't mention the, the Cactar Warp Stones, but the Warp Stones are back, like, you run into one immediately, and... You know, if you're going to do anything, like if you only have like an hour left in the day, like run around, try to find as many of these as you can, because it's just it's free transportation across the entire area. Yeah. Thing that happened to me is I uh, I found the the crux, but then used the crux before I got there because there was another swirling whirlwind. Oh, yeah. There are like four cruxes is how many I've found so far. There's uh, you f- you'll find a lot more. Yeah, you find them all over the place. You know, I, I thought when I first ran into a crux, I thought it was like, oh, wow, this is a super like rare, you know, important item that I need for quests and stuff. And then I realized, no, it's just a random drop thing you pick up here and there. Like it's in certain spots, but you just pick these up all over the place. Like there's a there's a canvas quest where the guy just asks, can I have three pilgrims cruxes? And I had five left in my inventory after the <laughs> after the dead dudes quests. And I'm like, sure, have them. I found a I vendor them. selling them. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> for a thousand. I didn't even see that. I he I think you have to do a little bit in the uh the tomb, but then after that, like mm-hmm. once Ruffian starts opening up, there's a vendor yeah. for cruxes. That's very which funny. Which is hilarious because they put you through this trial to unlock the sand, but you need the crux and then you get the crux and then nah. Right. Well presumably the thing is uh, she's the only that one that can uh she's the only one who can use it. Yeah. Which Yeah, so why are they selling them? Or asking for them. <laughs> What? Why do they? Okay, that that's a mm-hmm. Matt. Mm-hmm. You're talking about a game where somebody sells their tears. I mean, like, look, Chris. If you could make money on the side selling fluids from your body, you would do it. They're, right? They're still you, warm. You you literally can do that. It's called selling plasma. I know, but I mean, if you could do that without sticking needles in yourself, mm-hmm. pretty good, huh? You could probably sell your pee to people who have drug tests. Probably. Pretty sure there's a whole underground market for that. Well, there's the bosses here. Matt, tell me about the boss. It is a Grangach. Um, Nobody pronounces these things anyway. Which is basically a budget Lavos from Chrono Trigger. Not even a budget Lavos. That's that's bootleg Lavos. It's not even a budget Lavos. Lavos. It's the same guy you've been fighting for three games. I fought three of them on the way to him. Yeah, no, it's not a special boss. Like, yeah, I, I had fought one earlier. These are the guys, like, if you're running around at night, these are the guys that give you uh, two EP, so you want to fight them, and the fights are actually pretty easy. I fought, like, a thousand of these uh, yesterday, because they also spawn outside of uh, the Sneaked special. Okay. Yeah, I actually would go kill a bunch of them to grand up EP so I can keep using Chronostasis. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's what you- that's what they're there for, you know, pretty much. That's what the game is about. <laughs> yeah. But the the interesting thing about this guy is, I mean, he's right. If I'm remembering this correctly, he's one of those lizard dudes with the shells. Yeah, he's a bunker yeah. beast. Yeah. He, and, he's a reverse uh, porcupine. He's a reverse porcupine. He's he's like a stegosaurus. If stegosauruses had like more, if, if they existed and had more. <laughs> More scales. They existed. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure evidence I thought, I, that. I thought that that was uh, they were cons- one of the uh, types that got like, oh wait, by the way, those actually never existed. You know, like brontosauruses. No, they yeah. actually do exist. And not only oh, that, okay, never mind. The, the spikes on their tail are named like Thagomizer. <laughs> oh, That's awesome. No, they are called Thagomizer because of a Far Side comic. <laughs> 
Okay, that's great. I th- I think what you meant is there are like stegosauruses if stegosauruses didn't all die in the Civil War. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> no, that was pterodons. Wait, that was pterodons that died in the Civil War. <laughs> I've seen that photo. <laughs> oh, no. Matt, wait till you find out about this man who believes that dinosaurs were around in the Civil War. Man, wouldn't that be fucking cool, though? Like, okay, it's way cooler than, like, people dying of dysentery, which is what actually happened. You're thinking of the Oregon uh, Trail again. <laughs> oh, man. Oregon Trail with uh, with dinosaurs? Count me in. I mean, wait, hold on. Isn't that just the land before time, just with people? No, but because... no longer before time. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it's a lot like the land before time, since the Civil War was also about race mixing. Don't watch the land mm. before time again, by the way. I, I don't want to. <laughs> very, very bad messages for children in that movie. Which one, by the way? The dinosaurs talk. I found out there's so many of them. Yeah, there's like oh, like at least thirteen. That's a down. lot. Let's go to yeah. Uh, you you think know. a series? You think a series would just kind of die before thirteen? Yeah, <laughs> you think. <laughs> Instead, it just gets terrible, worse and worse every time. Look, you you realize Dragon Quest is at eleven now. And yet, that's still lower than 13. <laughs> like, like, be careful. Oh, be my God. Here's a fun game. When do you think the last Land Before Time movie came out? Two, two um, years ago. 2015. Yeah, 2016. Shit. I was off by one year. I actually looked this up a couple days ago. <laughs> Why? This conversation happened. <laughs> not, uh, not with you guys, but it happened. Oh, my God. Okay. Dude. Okay. Well, anyway. Back to uh, back to the Grangatch. All right, yeah, you hit the, him with uh, deep protect. You hit him with wind, and then when he comes out, right. you kill him with physical attacks, and you win yeah. the game. Also, but he's got like five layers of stagger, which is interesting. Does he? I don't know why. Yeah, it, that somebody who wrote this note said so. I think Fletcher wrote <laughs> that, and it might not be true. I mean, let's it, look it up. It might only be true the boss. Uh, maybe if you're uh, using yeah. the cloud outfit, you kill him in one slayer. <laughs> yeah. The other thing yeah. I found that works out really well is. Uh, Using Metaguard, you can actually grind the HP on these, uh, you know, getting up HP if you're running low. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's something I've, I use. Well, I, I mean, I, I used it more in a uh, different dungeon where your health is being drained constantly. Like, you have, like, a constant slow poison. I would just get into a fight with, like, one of those Fire Flan dudes and kill one of them. And the other one just, like, fought so slowly I could just heal up until I was up to, up at full. So it wasn't a big deal. Well, that... And the shard blade gives you the uh, region, right? But only for fifteen seconds. It's not a lot. I mean, like it's if, the if same you're as down... fifteen seconds of metaguard, my dude. Oh sure, but like fifteen seconds of metaguard. Like I had to do like five or six or seven metaguards to get my health back up from like half. It takes a little bit of time. Yeah, it doesn't scale super well. No, it's good if you have the time to do it. It's just not good for bosses. No, but it's good for, like, this boss, because he doesn't do anything. On account no, of not really being a boss. Exactly. Uh-huh. Plus, if you have to block his attack anyway, you might as well just, you know, parry it and be done with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, don't play with your food. Oh. Yeah, so I'm try- I'm on the wiki. I don't see anything about five layers of... Well, maybe it that would be might awesome. only be this um, boss encounter. The Slaughterhouse version is called the Iron Wall. Oh, boy. Iron Gatch. Fun. Never going to go to the slaughterhouse other than that one time. Well, you have to go twice unless you're good. You, Do you? Well, 
you either go once for Usenet and then you have to go again for um oh shit Saz's thing. Saz's oh, thing. I forgot. I, for, I haven't I haven't done fireworks yet. I forgot you can get one there. I think there are more yeah. fireworks than you need. There are, but you also can like give them away for other quests. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like, I don't. You can't really screw yourself over, but there's a there's enough to where also if like Pickett just keeps taking your shit, does he? Yeah. You know, Why do you yeah. keep talking to him? I don't. He walks up to you and he grabs it. If you're near his. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think if you if you hadn't finished his quest, he oh, would keep okay. picking your pocket. Yeah, yeah. So like, he definitely took some fireworks from me like twice, and I chased him down, and you know, didn't hit him with the shard sword, unfortunately. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> well, tell me what happens when we kill this normal enemy. Right. So you kill this enemy. You head back to Ruffian, and Adonis is like, "Well, time for you to meet our leader." And you walk into a back room and Fang is sitting there in a chair back to you looking badass as she does. And uh, because it wouldn't be an unnecessary sequel unless we find a way to shoehorn in every character. Oh, every single one. They're all important. Every single <laughs> even, unless it's Dodge and Dodge is just consistently like fridge <laughs> oh. every game. He's not even mentioned in the last one. <gasps> no, he, he's mentioned oh. here. No, I, I'm saying in the last one, they say the five and the one and completely forget about Dodge. Oh, shit. You're right. You're right. They didn't count him as a That's when I made that three fifths joke. Oh, jeez, That's right. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, Dodge just exists to make Saz sad. That's all. Just like real children, right, Chris? Yeah. If he didn't have a child, how would be a legit father? Oh. <laughs> Which is mandatory for Square Enix. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so back to Fang. Fang's like, hey, Lightning, you're still around. Or, or you're back, I guess. Is, cause she's, she hasn't been around for 500 years. So, but it's, hey, you're back. That's legit. Oh, hey, hey, by the way, I used to be with the Order, but uh, I broke away. And Lightning's like, well, why did you break away from Vanille, right? Like, you and Vanille are like, mm, you're kind of a thing. Something came up. <laughs> is that what she said yeah exactly she says the order took good enough care of Vanille and then something came up and she had to leave <laughs> and then she formed Monoculus in order to find the Holy Clavis and now you're wondering what is a Holy Clavis well Miriam Webster defines Clavis as a key or glossary serving as an aid to interpretation hmm so it's a Rosetta Stone pretty much yeah, if the Rosetta Stones, like, soul-jacked everybody alive. Yeah, they don't explain... You won't learn about what the Clavis is until pretty much you get to it, which, spoiler, you get to it, because, of course... Should we, should we talk about that, or should we just hold off? Talk about it, uh, who cares? Till... We got nothing okay. to talk about. Like, that's, for the yeah. record, that's the plot for today. Yeah, there really isn't a whole lot going on in this area. I feel like it's the most underbaked in a lot of ways. There's stuff to do, like, but it's all related to the next part of the main quest. Yeah. So, like, yeah. We decided to make today short because tomorrow's dungeon is very long. Well, I I think it takes a lot of time. I don't know if it's, like, long in terms of how much we'll discuss it, right? Yeah, no, it just takes a lot of time. It's both because I'd say there's a lot of wandering back and forth in and out. 
Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, there, there are some things if you explored the area a fair bit and, you know, grabbed all the um, the warp stones, like grabbing those tablets doesn't take a lot of time. I already had one of the tablets when I first went in the dungeon because I Wait, went in there first. Are those those things that I've been ignoring? Probably. Those little side, yeah. Okay. There's those three little uh, side dungeons. They're like, they're a single line. You just go straight in, you grab a thing, you grab the tablet, and then you run out, and then you buy, fight a bunch of skeletons. You know, skeleton traps. Yeah, I haven't gone into uh, any of those this playthrough. Yeah, you need all three of those to finish the quest. The funny thing is, well, they were locked for until I unlocked the main area. At least one of them was. Though mm-hmm. so I actually couldn't get any of the tablets the first time. I got one tablet, and I'm not sure. Whatever the case is, like, the enemies in this area aren't really that bad. Unless it's an Earth Eater, which if, you know, the Earth Eater looks like the chocobo eater just a different palette but he hits like a fucking truck yeah fucking avoid yeah, yeah. i i tried many 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 times and i got it one down to about three quarters health down yeah it's it's uh chomp attacks are they all got goofy names but like they're super dangerous but one thing we didn't mention is that uh fang joins you so now fang is running around with you in the dead dunes fighting stuff so that's nice which makes it much easier because she'll just beat up any dude you deep protect yeah yeah right unless unless it's a neat earth eater unless <laughs> the earth eater then she just eats shit uh no it's a uh, oh one thing like and i'm gonna cut this out for later but you know how I, I asked last time like if you have a companion in the main story plot when you go to fight them in the arc later like in the bookshelf mm-hmm. does that companion show up again the answer is no okay so like i went to try to fight um the end boss of this quest you know afterwards just to see if like i have better stats or let me you know change around my my strategy and uh fang was not in there so like you're definitely taking a dps hit i mean it's not like she does any damage it's still more than like at least she draws some attention off of you so you're not always getting attacked that or if you're like me you just hammer on uh metaguard and let her do the damage for a while mm-hmm. like oh she could take a blood sword for the day so matt phil what'd you do today uh phil you want to go first sure uh finished up the main quest in luxurian before i headed out here because i didn't want to wait waste time waiting for nightfall to get into the wardens again Mm -hmm. casting chronostasis right then wandered the desert looking for that there's a child in the uh in the desert uh in ruffian who's looking for a keepsake from his father that he threw away. Dirk. Yep. 
So I actually spent a lot of time, more time than I should have looking that area, just didn't see because it was in the middle of the day. So the glowing thing was uh, covered up by the bright light of the sand. So I found that, casted chronostasis, uh, went back to Yusna at noon to talk to the seer. Mm-hmm. So I could actually get that, you know, get that completed out there looking for desert flames. Uh, chronostasis, farmed up some of the uh, Garangaches so I could cast chronostasis again. Uh, made my way into the temple, only to find out chronostasis also prevents the doors from opening. What? <laughs> the doors are timed. Yeah, yeah. But actually, well, the thing is, but here's the thing, though. Like, they only open on the hour. Right. Wait, so you have it on the hour, so all the doors are closed? No, there's some doors are open, some doors are closed, right, and they right. alternate on the yeah, hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's one of the, the, the tricks to the, the next section of this quest is navigating that situation but, but is this where i get to go off on my rant about how much i hate time mechanics sure sure i definitely i definitely failed our day two because i was just five minutes late to everything uh-huh all right i hated it in majora's mask i hated it in dead rising and i hate it here i mm-hmm. doubly hate it here because not only do they want you to you know not take too much time to do anything so you always have this time pressure right but now you have to waste time to get the door to open to actually get to certain parts of the dungeon. Yeah. It's like, oh, you need to hurry up and get this done, but you can't get this done because this door is closed, but you have to wait for this to open. But if you can't do that, you're wasting time that you need to be doing to save other people's lives and finish the game. Right. Yeah. There's definitely a tension between there. There are times where you need time to pass, but you constantly are fighting the urge to let it pass. And you're just trying to like, I, I have a feeling that by the time my, my guess is I'm going to run out of monsters to get like, you know, the good two EP monsters that I have been using and abusing to like. Keep oh, you will. My, you definitely yeah. will. So, so like I, I bet like days like nine through 13 are just going to roll real time because I'm just going to run out of the like ability to build up that meter because I'm spending it so much up front. Well, you can do death game. Do the monsters, oh, right. like, stop spawning? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's what's happening. There's something like, just say 50, right? There's, like, uh, 50 Gurungatches, and then the last one is a, like, mini-boss, and then no more of those will ever spawn. Well, I, I knew about the mini-boss thing, but I thought, like, as long as they didn't kill the mini-boss, they would still spawn. But no. I... Yeah, that that would explain why I haven't found any of the desert for a little bit. Crap. Okay. Oh, wait, so you uh, ran into the mini-boss and just ran away from it? No, I haven't run into the mini-boss. I just haven't found any Gurungatches for a while. Oh. It could also be just they don't spawn at a certain time of day. I thought so, but I didn't see anything about that when I looked them up, so I'm just wondering Weird. if maybe I farmed them to extinction. It's possible. Well, you know, you wouldn't know. It, it, not it's only like would you purple. get the fight... Yeah, and you, you get like a... Right, right, Chris, you get a uh, splash page, like yeah. an image saying, like, you've killed them all. You've exterminated them. Congrats. Oh, OK. So th- so I've just killed a lot of them. You've killed a lot of them. Like, I, yeah, I, 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 I didn't actually know you could hunt them to extinction. I was using them. I was making a joke there. No, you definitely <laughs> no, like that. You definitely like that's a that's a mechanic. So and in fact, actually, um, spoiler for that quest you, you did at Usnan with the Sears after you give them the desert uh, flames. Which you can buy. Which you can buy, which I did, uh, instead of finding, because it's faster. Yeah, I have one, and I, I 
saw like I could buy two, but it's like, eh, I don't want to waste my money just yet. I have to yeah. come back here anyway. Yeah. So, but when you, the, the next level of that quest is to kill the very last niblet. So they want you to exterminate the niblets, which honestly for me was like a kind of a, a weak ending to a quest that I thought had a lot of potential or at the very least had more like philosophical potential because it's, you know, all about free will yeah, and all that shit. That seems like it's landing like a wet fart. A little bit. I mean, it's good that I like it's not one you can fail by, you know, waiting too long to come back. Right. Like you could just not do it. But like I, I failed my first quest this day. Would you fail? Uh, the girl who cried wolf. I don't know what that is. I'll talk about it when I, I get to my section. But yeah, there's definitely a, a weird tension. Like, and I thought that um, when I first played this, you know, the first few days of this game, I was so like hardcore anxious about time moving at all so i'm trying to get everything done and now i'm at like i'm in day five and i've beaten all of the main bosses and i'm like well how am i gonna fill the rest of this time i i told you you would run i out. know i know i know See, that's my problem though anytime there's a time mechanic like that even if i don't have anything to do i get really stressed the fact that it's actually there and mm-hmm. since i'm actually playing you know this game and i'm wasting my own time <laughs> i'm I'm actually wasting time in two different planes. God, I really wish that chronostasis was real. Man, I would I would love that so much. Yeah, but then what would you have to kill in order to actually gain the power to do it? I don't care. At this I point, mean, I don't care. I, I, I mean, well, like, may, maybe that's why they hunted buffalo for so long. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, you only got, like, what, like, 50 pounds of meat before the rest spoils? And then the rest of it's just EP. Right, but well, mm-hmm. th- that's the thing, though. If they had chronostasis, they could have carried it all back to the wagon. Uh, well, yeah, but then you need more wagons, you know? It's, wagon it's other people. So you get an extra second for every dollar they have to their name. You could kill, like, <laughs> fucking Elon Musk and the Linux epic would last forever. Chris, Chris, that what? is the plot of uh, that Justin <laughs> Timberlake movie, In Time. I was just was thinking a, of that. Which Wait, was the influence on this game. <laughs> Is that really? It's I, I we talked about this. It's in the fucking wiki. It says like, yeah, the uh, the time mechanic and the buying time thing. I we got that uh from this Justin Timberlake movie. <laughs> well, I I had no idea that was the plot of the movie. <laughs> right, yeah, the plot of the movie is that like rich people can like are using their money and wealth to buy time because time is the of their life. Your, your lifespan is your currency now. And Justin Timberlake's trying to, I don't know, undo society like you know well uh, kill, kill of, all the rich people <laughs> or something well, well he had, well someone gave him a bunch of time at like mm-hmm. just who i don't know how they got it but they i guess they like stole it or something but just gave him all the time left in his life mm-hmm. and it was way too much and what he was trying to do is get to his mom to save her life because she her time was running out metaphorically and literally actually literally yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so that that makes more sense this sounds like a really good premise with like a bad movie wrapped around it it's not terrible it's like it's better than it should be but it's a great premise Hmm. yeah so so you're kind of doing that with, with uh all the enemies in the game well it's got to be impossible to balance a time-based game right think like dead rising right like there's 
too much for too little time. And here there's too little for too much, which they try to solve by saying you have four days at the start and then you extend it all the way out to the maximum time limit of 13. Like, I assume that I wonder if I I would make it to 13, even if I didn't do another quest for the rest of the game, because I had beaten the main quest. That should be enough Aradia to get me to day 13, right? Uh, Almost. Almost, like it's okay. it says uh, at the end of the day, like uh, start of day five, X days remain. Well, no, I think it's like you can only add one extra day per trip to the arc. That's why I th- that's how I how I think they're doing it. So like every time I go back, like I probably have enough to add three days, but they only add one day. So you look at the clock, it says six days left and then six mm. days left and then six days left. That's not true. I didn't have an extra day yesterday. But then all of a sudden it went up to nine after today because I was very oh, busy today. Okay. All right. So you know. only see the you only see one uh, bulb bloom every day, no matter what. Gotcha. Okay. So maybe that's why I'm conflating the two. Right now, I've only got five days left, but I just like I haven't been back there since I finished the first quest and mm-hmm. I'll probably finish uh, the desert before I head back there again. I'm close to finished with that and it's only four o'clock. Right. Yeah, no, I uh I have six days left and I'm at the end of day five, so like I'm pretty much done gathering gathering Aradia to get to the end game. Supposedly. The other thing I found funny was I, I found a quest in uh Luxarian to make sure that thirteen cl- different clocks are running. Oh yeah, yeah, I did that one. Oh yeah, no, that's great because someone actually wants I, I haven't started it yet and I don't know if I want to do it because it seems like it's not that bad. I, I, I have to take this guard this guard doesn't want to leave just has to make sure the clock's running so i have to go and run around it just seems like the most pointless quest but have you did you actually refuse the quest at all uh no i did it uh, like i i you i take every quest like if there's right, a quest if, there i take it, it i accidentally refused it and if you refuse it lightning says i don't have the time <laughs> that's very that's good. very funny <laughs> i like it i like it uh, uh yeah, I, I, I was like, yep, but bravo, bravo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Spoiler, all the clocks are working. <laughs> yeah, I figured. Uh, 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 it's the only way yeah. to save her soul. Oh, Chris, do we want to we talk about the thing we talked about in Slack earlier about uh, the 13th hour thing? Yeah, whatever. Uh. Okay, so I, I had a thought, right? We, we mentioned uh, earlier in the game, or like earlier in the season, that there is a hidden 13th hour that was removed off of time or off of the clocks for some reason. And that's why there's a 13th day at the end of this. Uh-huh. The the dumbest possible way to give you an extra day to do the last boss. Yeah. But Chris, you do realize Chronobind has a 13 hour clock, right? No, not until this very second. Did I realize that? <laughs> right. Cause it's 13 spots. The King is the 13th hour. <laughs> so it, in final fantasy 13, two, they called out the 13th hour. I hate that. (laughs) I hate that you can find a way to justify that this incredibly dumb premise already happened. Uh, Fuck, man. (laughs) So it wasn't completely out of nowhere. They played Chronobind, and they designed Chronobind and said, why don't we turn this into the story? Strong suspicion that was not planned for 13 (laughs) 
<laughs> no, probably not. I'm just I'm just busting your balls, but it's very funny to me. Phil, are you aware of this premise? No, and I don't think I want to be. Oh, it's great. I'm going to tell you about it. Okay, I'm going to mute your microphone. Okay, perfect. <laughs> I'm Let kidding, me know when you're kidding. ready. <laughs> so, you only have 12 days, and then at the end, if you have enough EP, you get a 13th day. Because before the chaos erupted, there was uh, 26 hours in every day, and then you get all those extra hours back. <laughs> so... so See, why, why, why can't why can't daylight savings work like that? <laughs> oh, uh, just only. insert another day. And, and before you get a bunch of hate mail, yes, I know it's daylight saving, not daylight savings. Daylight savings and loan? Yes. Yeah. Technically, it's what it is. You're banking <laughs> it for future. It's true. Oh, no, that's not. No, I'm thinking leap year. <laughs> I'm mixing up leap year and daylight savings <laughs> time. I'm like, isn't there extra time in the year? And that's why we have, like, oh, shit. Anyway. I mean, it, it kind of is the same concept. Yeah, yeah. Right. So this is a retcon that happens at the end of this game that goes all the way back to 13 saying, oh, yeah, by the way, every day was 26 hours, didn't you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So well, one more thing I did. Oh, yeah. Didn't actually mention I, That's not true. Just, you watch a digital alarm clock roll over from fucking midnight to the next day when you're in uh, Hope's house. Oh, shit. You're right. Damn. <laughs> Maybe Cocoon has a shorter time than I. What am I doing with my life? Why do I know <laughs> that? <laughs> Why did you know that? <laughs> Chris, this is the curse that we have given ourselves is we know way too much about Final Fantasy 13 for the rest of our lives. Yeah, I know I know about Pokemon, but not in the way that anyone else knows about Pokemon and Final Fantasy 13. Well, it gets even better because if you think about it, PT, since you have to watch the clock roll over in that, that's canon for Final Fantasy 13. Boom. Fuck Konami. Why? They didn't make know, any good kidding. games. Who cares that they don't make any bad games anymore? <laughs> They do make bad games. They're pachinko machines, but they're still bad. Mm-hmm. They're still games, too. What makes what makes a pachinko game good? Nothing. <laughs> okay. The, so Probably. therefore nothing makes one bad. It's it oh, no, Chris, it's got shiny lights and sometimes it gives you money. Right? No, it, it, it gives you it doesn't give you money. You pay for balls that you put into the or that you go through the machine and then you can cash out those balls. For money. And, or, no, you can't cash out for money. You can use those balls to pay for groceries and other items at certain places. Oh. So it's not technically money, but it's gambling. It's not as fungible as money. Yeah. So it is gambling. Yeah. It's gambling, but it's it's in that way that, well, it's not technically exchanging money. So that makes the concept of a pachinko parlor so stupid. It's just a bunch of people hoping for fucking like some apples. Yeah, as opposed to a casino where people been, spend their rent money. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it, it, basically, they outlawed it, so what do they do? They find a way around the law. Yeah. There you go. Life finds a way. Anyway, <laughs> you uh, cactuars? Yeah, uh, apparently there's good money in hunting them. Uh, 5000 apiece. Wow. I fought one so far. Or at least I ran into one, I probably didn't kill it. I don't remember. I killed two. The first one almost got me. The second, because I end up, I did end up having to use a rise there, uh, because thousand yeah. needles will actually just destroy you if you're not paying attention. Oh yeah, definitely. 
But uh, yeah, the other thing, I'm actually getting really starting to realize once you start learning the block, mm-hmm. the game gets a little bit easier. A lot easier. Yeah. This is probably a very hard game if you don't block. Yeah, which is why I wasn't getting it for like the first day. <laughs> like, what, what what am I doing wrong? And then finally I started blocking like, oh, apparently I have to not get hit as well. Yeah, because like your most scarce resource is not time. It's your health, like by far, because it's, you know. Ah, but then you have to waste the time to go to a potion shop and buy more potions. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, waste time. Well, I guess the the one workaround is metaguard if you can just metaguard back to full health, because at that point it's, uh, you know, you're not spending any in-game time. But, of course, you have to be in a fight that allows you to do that. Well, I mean, the game is literally about the exchange rate between three currencies, right? It's like HP, mm-hmm. time, and gill. Yeah, gill, time, and health. And I guess Aradia in there somewhere. What? EP. Um... The EP. Well, yeah, I guess. But you could you use that to buy the other currencies. Yeah, that's true. Your own patience. <laughs> Your withering, withering lifespan. That's the worst part, is the better you play this game, the longer it takes. <laughs> That's definitely true because, like, I bet I could finish the game now or be. I could no, probably like rush the end, and I'm at 22 hours. But you cannot. I'm gonna. No? I can easily no. finish the game now. What I, what I'm saying is that's what I did. Is I slept in an inn for eight days and then was understated for the last boss. Yeah. No, see, I'll I can finish the game right now. All I have to do is like hit the uninstall button. <laughs> the only winning move is not to play. Thank you. Uh-huh. Matt, what did you do today? Cactuars. All right, so where did I go first? I, I spent most of the day in Yuznan cleaning up quests. Like, I I mentioned last time that I uh, did the quest where you, with Olga, yeah. you know, getting the songs back. I finished it here. I picked it up the day before, but I finished it, finished it here. I picked up the, I believe, the potion quest from the person at the uh, arena. Yeah. Finishing that is very good. Yeah. I'm trying to, I tried to do, I hope I, I used the potion when I got uh, poisoned and I hope that that took, cause I know there's a, there's a, you have to like wait for the poison yeah. to be hitting you for a bit. And I hope I waited long enough and didn't waste my time. <laughs> so I started that one. The thing is at this point, like the day before, like right before I had already done all of the dead dudes main quest. So this one, was the day I finished Snow Quest. So I, I spent most of the day in Yuznan, and then I think I ran around the Wildlands some more, doing more uh, more side quests. Which, by the way, the Wildlands sub- side quests get a little a little out of a little crazy. Well, they're all killing dudes, right? No, no, no. The one where uh, you know you told Sarala that her dad's dead. Uh huh. Like there's that that continues, but that's oh. that's for day five. Neat. Yeah. Uh, then there's the then there's the one where you have to hunt the predator. Oh, I've not done that one yet. Oh, um, r- wrong wildlands. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I did find Saz. When you find Saz, he's up in. Um, they I didn't forget about him. Good. They didn't forget about him, but they didn't really do much with him either that I've seen. So anyway, to describe <laughs> no, like no, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so like it's up in the the north area. Like you're, you're told that there's a crashed ship up in the north part of the you, you get told Wildlands. this by the um, the global quest shoot yeah. this guy 
Yeah, shoot for the yeah. sky. Uh, you get like a you look for like a gyroscope or something. Yeah, it tells you you should be able to get one from this wreck in the north of the uh, wildlands. Right up in that area, there's uh, there's the research camp, which is a warpable location. There's just like a handful of people there, but you can pick up a couple of quests. There's a couple of important NPCs here, you know, for the area. Best NPC, grumpy old man. Yeah, grumpy old. Yeah, well, I'll get to grumpy old man next episode. Sorry, Gregory. Uh, no, he's <laughs> isn't he just called grumpy old man. I don't yeah, remember his, his name, name. Is grumpy old man. Anyway, you go up and you find Saz. Saz is sitting in the ship with Dodge. Dodge is like lying on the bed, and apparently he's in like a soul coma or some shit. Like he had a soul, right? He's it not even split. in a coma. He has like, well, I guess he's alive. Do you have brain activity in a coma. I don't know. Yeah. This is like magic coma. Like he's he's not being fed or anything. He's not like he doesn't have IVs in, but he's not dead either. Yeah, you, so, you have brain activity in a coma. It's just you're not awake. Yeah. yeah Dodge doesn't even have brain activity. Hope says. Oh, geez. Though I forgot about that. <laughs> well, anyway, like he's, he's he's literally dead. Yeah. But anyway, his soul has been split into five parts and Saz is there and like he's just like he doesn't even care that you're there. Like he's just so broken about Dodge being gone again and trying to find him and he's got this box and he's told like if i get the shards of dodge's soul back and put them in this box that lumina gave me then supposedly he'll be healed and then lightning's like can i help and he's like sure wait wait so let me get this straight in 13 they froze his body Mm -hmm. in this one they froze his soul Mm-hmm. And in thirteen two, they just froze him out of the game entirely. No, in in thirteen two, you have to gamble to literally buy him back, back into existence, though, because he was yeah. like blinked from existence. Uh, oh uh, wait, I thought you were he just didn't appear in the game. He was literally no. blinked from existence. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he he was paradoxed out of existence. So like, <laughs> like you can you can see how like this is a running theme of like here's the bad thing like I liked Saz like when I first played thirteen years and years ago I'm like Saz was probably my favorite character yeah I, re- I well just yeah really... he had a choke bonus fro yeah choke fro that's the worst part he had a choke fro he was the old man who didn't want to take any shit well took some shit but you know he was he was one of the early sad dads and the thing is like at his <laughs> vocal. Um, <laughs> the new sad dad genre anyway got it, his uh his va is really good the person who did the va was like i was very impressed with at the time and and still i am going back to it but they can't figure out what to do with him besides taking his son away and then having him go grab him again well matt he's also the goofy pratfalls character that's that's true he's also the comic relief and he's also the negligent father and also, the next, it's, a, it's a whole lot of like, like Gee, uh, uh, I wonder what kind of tropes they're going for here. And also addicted to gambling, apparently. Also, apparently addicted to gambling. It's a shame, though, because, OK, we've. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I thought exploitation ended in the 70s. <laughs> Spoiler, no. Wait, wait till we find out their food stamps and says is the only recipient. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Anyway, jeez. Oh, anyway, he would be. <sighs> you know he would be. I I know that Square would probably do that. Yes, that's how no, I would put that. <laughs> they wouldn't do that. They would put him in like they would make him the only resident in the slums. He is the right. only resident in these slums. He doesn't even have a house. He's homeless. 
I'm trying. I'm trying to be <laughs> so far out there that they wouldn't go there, and they already went there. Yeah. Well, the funny oh. thing is, okay, like the shanty you, town oh is too God. good for the only black person. Hmm. The funny thing is, like, I ran into him just wandering around Luxarian after I started this quest. It was very weird. What? <laughs> yeah. No, I was walking around Luxarian, and I'm just like, Saz. Saz is here. So I run up to talk to Saz. And he's like. Oh wow! You already have three shards. Awesome. We're almost done. But you're better at this than me, and that sucks because I'm his father. Wow. Yeah. At least he's, at least he's like, I, I'd say at least he's helping, but he's not. He's trying. He's trying. He's trying. He's trying yeah. to help. Oh jeez. <laughs> now that the fucking soul recovery program is means tested. Well, here's the thing, though. Here's what I—I I mean, I don't know. I haven't finished this quest, so I don't know what happens to Dodge. But like, this could have been really cool. Because one of the coolest things I think about the premise of this game is that children are stuck as children. And like, imagine if the problem was that Saz, it's not that adults are stuck as children. Right. Or just like Saz wanted to grow up and grow old and have his son grow up and grow old. And, you know, right. Like a parent does. And like the, the fact that he's like, his son would be perpetually a child, like how that would eat at him, I think is a way more interesting premise other than, Oh, I guess he's been fridged again. Let's go fix this. Well, the quest that actually does that is uh, Angel's Tears. Mm, I forget if I've done that one. There's a uh, the writing in that quest is actually very good. Uh, you know, I, I should j- just Googling Angel's Tears is not going to help me. <laughs> I actually have to put lightning returns. <laughs> so there's a um, there's a quest where somebody wants Tears of an Angel. And then you find this kid who was uh, used to be an actor and uh, her name is Angel. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But uh, oh no, I I have this quest. Yeah, but you get into a thing with her where the, she basically like broke up a three hundred year relationship because she was stuck as a child, and her adult boyfriend would continually like treat her like one because she looks like one. Oh, weird. There, there's a bunch of weird shit about like the <laughs> age freeze that happens, and mm-hmm. like how it impacts relationships that gets written about. I have not run into this quest. I'm looking at it right now. It's in Luxurian. I, I hadn't actually made it that far. I just picked up the original quest, but that uh, kind of interests me because I was thinking about part of this earlier, and they have the they have a lot of children that are like, especially that guy, I, um, that child whose father left the uh, the appraising thing in the desert. Which, by the way, I didn't mention earlier, but it allows you to get appraise items that you find in the desert. Oh shit! I need to find that. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's over by the the giant's hand or whatever. No, the he- the the head. I think I didn't find that, but I. Oh yeah, I, I there is one quest that I did do. I forgot the about meter. Yeah, that one. That quest has a very good line in it that I wrote down verbatim. Which what was it? I want to. I don't. I want to leave the desert where my wife died, but I don't want to leave the desert where she lived. Yeah, that's really. That was really good. Yeah, yeah, that's that's good. That's a very good translation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was saying, I found that, uh, and I was thinking, like, why? Like, if these people have been alive for three five hundred years, why do the children still act like children when they have three hundred years experience? That's, I mean, I guess you could say it's magic. That's just the premise. But I mean, when you think about it, like, part but of it really applies in some cases. Like uh, this uh, one that you're talking about doesn't. Uh, 
yeah. Hope seems to have like be more mature, but yeah. still in a child's body, which I don't know how that. He, yeah, because he got he was older and got de-aged where everybody else got frozen, presumably. And I'm like, you can you could probably make some like bullshit scientific argument like, oh, their brains never developed to the point of allowing them to be mature because they still have the impulses and emotions of a child. And that can't be done with experience. And every run around them continually infantilizes them, right? Like, that's oh, yeah, what that all the quests with children are about. Well, some of them. Like, there's the one in the Yagd, right? Where it's the lady who wants to talk to the angel of Valhalla because she heard the Chocobo talk to her. Like, yeah, 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 in that, that village, that kid is, like, respected and treated as an equal. And he is the most mature child you'll come across in the game. Uh, you do realize that's that child is not a... Not a boy. What? What child? What are you talking about? The child that pretends to, to like, does the chocobo talking thing. Isn't it a dude? No. And no. in fact, I know that it, it's, it's a male. It's a male looking model. And then uh, at the end of that quest, if you go back to the kid and talk to them again, they say, why'd you call me a, a him? I'm a girl. And lightning's like, what? Wow. And he's like, yeah, I'm a girl. Everyone. She's be like a boy, but I'm a girl. I'm like, I'm sure that's well handled. That's about all they say. I'm like, okay. but they don't explain it any more than that. It's just like, uh, what? I mean, <laughs> if they're not going to do it tastefully, the best they can do is barely do it at all. Well, I, I don't know if this means that, like, they are trans or whether or not they just look very boyish. Or because, like, the child is prepubescent, it you know, no sexual, secondary sexual characteristics have developed. We get you, Matt. You're called this kid a surfboard. We get it. <sighs> I've, I've never, I've never heard that term. <laughs> but God, you know what it means. awful. It is awful. <sighs> now I'm just thinking about wax combs. This is bad. This is what? bad. No, don't. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> you took a, you took a metaphor. And now I'm just thinking about what's the point of a surfboard? You wax it and you ride it. That's bad, Chris. That's See, bad. I think, at least I got I think the metaphor you were trying to go for was Ken doll. No, the metaphor I was going for is it's flat on both sides. Well, Ken doll has no genitalia. Sure. That, you can go there, true. too. Yeah. Yeah. No. Ugh. Just, oh, yeah. God. Anyway. <laughs> Shit. What were we talking about? I just totally <laughs> surfboard my surfboards. Fuck. Please don't put me on a watch list, FBI. Please. It wasn't my fault. I can never run for office after this. You know that, right? <laughs> Would you have run for office before? <laughs> anyway, point is, Saz's Quest, I haven't finished it, but it's it's not great. Like, I really wish they did more for that character. Let's let him do something other than be like, well, I got to get Dodge back and I'm sad that he's not here. We're, like, ch- you know, we're talking about ch- uh, children being permafrosis children and how that oh, impacts yeah. the various yeah, yeah. children in the game. Because they all take it very differently. That's definitely true. Like, there's one child who's like, it's like the dumbest quest. He's like, can you get my ball? It's up on that tower. And you, you just grab it and jump down. And it's like, okay, here's here's plus one strength. Thanks, asshole. <laughs> well, all the Toys R Us are closed in the future, man. Uh, can't get a new one. It was his favorite ball. It was his favorite ball, Chris. Okay. What do you mean in the future? I don't know, aren't some of them still fire sailing? <laughs> no, not in this country. Yeah, they're Canada gone. They are gone. R.I.P. I'm sure we can all agree that financialization has been nothing but good for humanity. Oh, without question. 
Oh, yeah, because nothing will ever get done if there's not a way to make a profit. Oh, of course. <sighs> so what else did you do, Matt? You met Saz. <laughs> you failed a quest. Yeah, oh, yeah, I failed a... that. Okay, so girl who called wolf or cried wolf, you're running by an Elixirion. There's a particular phone booth that starts ringing. It's not the one by the graveyard, because that's number two, but... You answer it, and there's a girl on the other side saying, people are chasing me. Help, help. People are chasing me. I'm going to call this next uh, booth. Basically, Lightning keeps chasing her, trying to find her, and she keeps calling from the next booth. I've seen this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got Colin Farrell in it or something. Or or, are you talking Die Hard 3? I was thinking Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, shit. I have not. I need to see that. I've never actually watched it. It's fine. I I just would watch it just to see George Carlin. Oh yeah, yeah. Everything's better with Carlin. You could just look up a picture of George Carlin right now, Matt. What makes you think I am not doing that right now? <laughs> I have him over my bed, framed. Let's just go look at my Windows desktop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you you chase her around. At some point, I think the third booth you go to is the one by the South Station, and there's a guy there. He says, "Oh, is that Louise calling you?" And Lightning's like what you know what's going on he's like oh she's done this before but it's been pranks spoiler this time it's not a prank at that point they said oh there's one by the old town and i couldn't find the booth because i'm dumb and i turned the wrong corner i thought it was over where all the little shops are and it's not it's like up towards where um where the inn is and if you miss the phone call she ends up getting murdered by children of etro and you find her later and she's dead one of the uh, of a handful of like failable quests the quest name alone should have told people that yeah this is real yeah unfortunately they they don't know the names of the quests only you do <laughs> well the, why don't they just pull up the screen i mean jeez imagine <sighs> joining a cult but for the worst god right right but on top That's of that all okay, of them okay but also rewind they're still trying to murder rose-haired girls after you stop them trying to murder rose-haired girls <laughs> And stop the Shadow Hunter. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, that doesn't make sense. Why is well, this still happening? Well, it's because they split off. The one sect of the cult decided they were going to stop, and the other did not. You know how, like, the Orthodox ones still wanted to kill all those <sighs> girls. Yeah. The reformed version of this completely crazy batshit cult were not going to kill Rose Hunter girls, but still preached the, you know, end of days and how you're useless and. How you're the evil one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a Catholic-Protestant split again. Uh, we can all agree that the troubles were cool. I don't know or, what that is. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's like... It was an Ireland thing. Okay, well, okay, now I know what you're talking about. You said the troubles. At first, I thought you said the tribbles, and yeah, we can agree the tribbles are cool. Hard disagree. <laughs> <laughs> We oh, can... They're cute. <laughs> they're cute. If you buy one, you get 50. We can all agree that Star Trek was bad until the next generation. Can we push that to next generation season two? Sure. All right. I've barely watched the Star Trek. Wow. We should at some point. Wow. Don't you waste your time watching bad things like Sailor Moon and Doctor Who? And playing bad games like Final Fantasy 13? <laughs> he definitely Apparently, does that. Yes, all of those. Yes to all of those things. <laughs> I don't necessarily believe they're bad, but that is a difference of opinion. Except Final Fantasy. Self-delusion is very powerful, Matt. 
Uh, apparently. Says the guy who thinks that this is still a good game. That's very good. <laughs> it's a weird game, man. This this game is very like I'm not at this stage. This is probably the most ambivalent I felt about any of the games so far. I give them credit for going for it. Even oh, if sure. it's the wrong goal, they still went for it. It's super interesting. <clears throat> That's the thing, right? Like the main plot is not good. Like it will never be right. good. But all the interesting stuff that I like about it is all the world stuff, the tone stuff that you do, which is all the side quest writing. And then right. I'm always down for a game that's just a pile of mechanics. Right. I would be down for all of that if it weren't for the fucking timer. But then you don't get that tone, right? Well, I mean, you like, still get the tone. You yeah. you can still get that tone. Uh, Final Fantasy VII had that kind of tone. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I can see. I'm that. not. Say, I'm not saying it's the same. I'm yeah. just saying it's a similar. Hey, the world is ending. Everyone knows it's ending. Everybody's fucked. But it's still gates based on the main quest and not an arbitrary. Oh, you have to wait here for this door to open. And by the way, the world's ending. I can't remember that because I like the translation really holds a lot of that game back. That's true. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to think. Like, could you make this game without the time limit and have it work? I mean, because like it would be guess... way less interesting. Uh, I think it would. I think you could do it, but you would have to. You would have to add a little bit more writing in there to explain it and like kind yeah. of funnel. It, it wouldn't be. You probably wouldn't be able to do as open ended. You probably have to funnel right. people into specific. Unless you had like a, just a gate flag. Okay, okay, you completed this much of a quest. I mean, like, do you think like a middle ground would just be like certain actions? Like there are chunks of the day. Like you know, we were talking about like Gabriel Knight three because you know we're all Duckfeed Slack people. They talked about Gabriel Knight 3, and there's just certain chunks of the day. There's like, what, like eight chunks of every day, and you do stuff until you advance time, do the thing that advances time. Like, maybe something like that, but that feels like maybe more complicated than it needs to be. Or like a Yakuza game where it's like everything's gated, like the time of day and stuff is gated depending on what what events have happened. Yeah. I think at that point you lose a lot of what I like about it, right? Because at that point you're just fighting monsters for, for to fight monsters right but we've established what you like is bad <laughs> oh please oh please <laughs> uh no like you're the one who invited me here matt's loving this matt is usually the punching bag yeah yeah usually <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I gotta say though like i think the smartest thing this game does is take away the most of the grinding battles part of it like i like that the side quests you get real shit out of the side quests like that's where all your progress comes out of like character progression yeah yeah because i now i don't feel like i have to fight everything all the time unless i'm trying to keep my ep up which you know then you can be selective about what you fight well even then right you're like i'm at five i don't need to do this right now i'm not just throwing Mm -hmm. aradia down the drain of which there is a limited amount in the game yeah, I mean, the, the, this game definitely has the most, I think, the most trade-offs. The one thing I'm waiting for to happen is to give me more interesting mechanical, like, options. Because I feel like I'm at the point where I have a basic setup down. I have a, my, my garb setups are pretty solid. And all I really need to do now, like, I, I want to try, like, the weird shit that, like, affects, like, your ATB, like, whatever, like the sights crown or whatever that like cuts your ATB costs. Like maybe if I take, take that and then take all level one magic skills. Now they cost a third less. Like 
let me see if I can like metagame this. Why don't you just download a save file and do like New Game Plus hard? Because like 13 is PS- not going to require this. You can do that. Or Cheat Engine. Okay. Well, he's on oh. PS3. You can download a save file and just oh. load it onto your system PS3. with a flash drive, dude. Oh, good point. I didn't I didn't think of that. I don't know. Like, well, I want to play the game naturally once at least, and then I'll be at New Game Plus and then I can do that stuff. Yeah, but you're not going to do that. Probably not. You're going to have one time where you saw a bunch of interesting shit and the game didn't require you to do any of it. Right. But like like 13.2. When do I get the interesting stuff? Well, <laughs> there's a bunch of mechanically interesting stuff with like garb setup and stuff. But the the, the <laughs> normal base game does not require that of you. You realize you just said, hey, you have a like to just translate what you just said is, hey, there's a bunch of interesting stuff by changing clothes. Yeah. Yeah. What, just fa- 2018, everybody. Yeah, fashion's important. It's how you present yourself to the world, Bill. <sighs> I'm trying so hard right now. Please stop <laughs> trying to bait me. You're <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, right. the one who invited me here. Just remember that. No, it's fine. That's true. Silence whisper. Uh, did you go yet? No. All right. Uh, down the hall to your right. I had gotten all the warp stones and some pilgrim's cruxes the day before, so I had the main plot mm-hmm. done by like six fifteen. Did the Ramon quest, which is where you go get the arithmeter. Yep, yep, I did that one. Met the oracles. Turned in uh, all the desert flames. Uh, I actually extincted niblets today, also. So that's done. Back. Back to the Ramon quest, that was actually kind of interesting because uh, there's two parts to it. There's that part, and then there's his uh, rival who sent you to look for him. Right. He's very funny. Yeah. And it's kind of funny because the rival is concerned about him, but also, like, yeah, I, I, like there's nobody else doing business here, so I can charge whatever I want. And then you save him. He's like, well, I guess I have to be more competitive. My, my stuff's going to get better now. My favorite thing about that is, uh, I think his name's Tobias. But, yeah. Uh, Every merchant you find in the desert is just Tobias Branch Store number blank. Right. Mm-hmm. You can't even talk to Ramon until you talk to Tobias first. He basically just tells you to fuck off. Yeah, Tobias Tobias is the shop guy in uh, Ruffian, for the record. And he's wearing a uh, like a big snakeskin cowboy hat. And then you can buy that, and it's very good. I think it gives it to you, actually, if you finish the quest. I think if you finish the quest with uh, Ramon and you go back to him, he'll give you, you earn, you save his soul and then you earn his hat. I was very disappointed when the floppy sun hat was just a straw hat. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, that's weak. Not even a big one. I just like. That's a shame. It was very, very disappointing. That seems like a 
like uh, that seems like somebody messed up in the translation. Yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way, t- a couple of things we didn't mention about dead dunes in general. Uh, Atmos is there. Is he? Yeah. Like there's a dead Atmos in the back at the north section of it. Okay. Uh, it, it's you have to go like inside there to get a tablet, which is why like we probably won't even run into it. You don't have to run into it at this point in the game, but if you're exploring the area, you can run into Atmos here, and that's I I think that's a cool callback. That is cool. Um, yeah, right there, that area. That's actually where I found the uh, the item for the appraiser. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember the name of the area, but yeah, Atlas yeah. stands. Yeah, and also like there's wind physics here that's pretty cool. Like I know one of the things you mentioned, Chris, that uh, that's cool about this game is how much they modeled the clothing yeah. for the garbs. And like, yeah, if you're wearing anything that has any sense of like drape to it, like it waves in the wind like pretty much constantly which looks really i think it looks really cool it's not calculated because they were like a gen too early for that but Mm -hmm. it's still very good effect the other thing i like is there's an emphasis on how you move around because you can slide down which is like sprint speed but no stamina yeah i i like that i like that it's in the game but i also the part of me that's been to the desert hates it because that doesn't happen what tends to happen is you try that and you end up tumbling and getting sand everywhere. The desert seems universally bad in real life. Like I said, the, the sand is coarse and it gets everywhere. Yep, I, <laughs> I can attest. I've been to deserts on multiple continents and they all suck. I'm like constantly triggering people who know a thing about things about Star Wars. I think that's and it's neither of you guys. <laughs> that's no, it's funny to me. Oh, I, <laughs> if you didn't make that reference, I was going. To. Okay, okay, all right. So someone got it. <laughs> Good and like. <laughs> They're too big to comb, right? Like, even with a really big comb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cut that out. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I knew you were making a Spaceballs reference. I knew it. It's I just know. like, how do you react to that? Like, you don't say anything. Yeah, okay, good. I was okay, deliberately good. trying to be very bad and succeeded more than I expected. No, no, see, you, you actually have to leave that in. Because, <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and with the dead silence. Absolutely. That, that's the that's the only way that works. That's how you make good content. <laughs> yeah, and I'm gonna like run it through uh, what forecast, and it's gonna be like you have ten seconds of silence. Do you still want to do this? Hell yeah! <laughs> and I'd be like, <laughs> yup. <laughs> See, now it just gets you like in that little space. Put in the the co- cover of Disturbs, the sound of silence. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you. vision softly creeping left it seems while I was leaving and the vision that was disturbs yeah. disturbed did sound of silence yeah they no uh, they did a slow cover of it you're kidding nope Jesus look it up oh my ugh. God, I'm going to have to put it's this a, in the show just, notes. This is going to have to go in the show notes. It starts with a piano. <laughs> I'm going to listen to this really quick. Oh, wait, we're doing a podcast. Do it after the podcast. Then we'll do it for outtakes. <laughs> uh, I did Death Safari, which is a very easy quest if you've already uh, killed all the niblets. If you go mm. back to the uh, sneaking in area, you have to go kill 30 niblets. And if they're all dead, there's just here's an item on the ground with 30 of the thing you need to turn in. That's great. Uh, and that... 
That opens up Death Game uh, by the industrial sneak-in area. There's another door into the warehouses, which actually makes the warehouses an okay shortcut. But uh, if you start that quest, there's a bunch of rules. Like, you have four hours, uh, and you cannot replenish items during it. And there's another one, and you have to kill, like, X of whatever, but it's always chaos. Which means you can come back here and farm EP forever, because this is repeatable. Mm-hmm. So you just go and get 5 EP, leave, fail that attempt, and then just come back and do it later. Yeah. So that is how you would go forever if you did extinct everything, by the way. That seems super tedious, though. Well, yeah, especially considering that time passes when you take the train. Well, no, no, then you would just spend 3 EP to just warp there. Yeah, but then you have to spend 3 EP to warp back. So you're like spending six EP to lose five. Do you get no, five? because at that point you would have the highways. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, I haven't unlocked the highways yet. It's like a day nine thing. But on day ah. nine, you can unlock the highways and run from area to area. And at that point, you and you get nothing but uh, high EP spawns if you have any left. So like Reavers, Gurungatches, stuff like that. And that's where you would not have to break chronostasis to get around. Right. Until you run out of those things. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. So like, like, yeah, before that, though, you'd have to like spend like three EP to warp to use now and then spend maybe a chronostasis to get to the game. And then you replenish it back. But by that time, like you have seven, eight, nine EP you could bank. Sure. Right. Right. But the well. Yeah, but then you have to go back to, well, I guess, you, to pick up the quest again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what I mean by, by warping there. Yeah, yeah. So you're like, you leave, like, you warp into Yuznan with three, using three EP. Use a fourth one to keep time frozen till you get to the game. I haven't, you replenish I haven't used back teleport. up to full. Can you pick uh, an arrival location by any of the teleport You can points? pretty much only teleport to a train station. You, you can pick up, like, there's a, like, yeah, there are places you can warp to, but I think Yuznan is only the train station. Okay. Because uh, it, it's the same of it's the same warp points you get when you're leaving the arc. So okay. it's like you can tra- like in the Dead Dunes you can go to Ruffian or like in, Wildlands uh, has a million. In the Wildlands you can, you can go to the Yogged. For some reason you could go to the Yogged, but you can't warp to the town outside of the temple, which is Excuse really dumb. Excuse me, God damn it! Why did I even I go know. there? I know. Like I I I was gonna because I killed spoiler to next time I'll probably cut this out. I killed Caius on day five. Caius is like, obviously in this game. <laughs> No, I mean, like, spoiler that I'm going to talk about, that's what I did. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, I was going to be like, okay, I've already been up to the temple, and I just didn't go in because I couldn't beat him in day three. So I I left, and I'm like, oh, I'll just warp at the beginning of the day directly into, like, it's like Pultai or something. I forget the name of it. But no, you can't. You, the closest you can do is warp to the Yogged and then run through the crags again to get back up to the town. It sucks. And, like, running into, like, like those monkey dudes and uh, the, um, oh, shit, what are those are called? The Hanumans and, and then also the uh, Protoflorians. Which, still a good fight. Still a good fight. But an annoying fight if you didn't set up your uh, paradigms. Who does that? You can have, like, the game is easy enough. You can have a generic set that hits everything. I'm just too lazy for that. But then again, I'm also not that far in the game, so I assume that with each day, the mobs start getting stronger. Yes. Bosses scale up also. All right, so I just have to beat all bosses before I day two. Got it. 
Except for Caius, who does not scale up or down. It is very hard. So, why did I do that? Uh, I did the global quest for uh, staying sharp and time doesn't heal because the uh, power booster and jade comb are both in the industrial area. Did the uh, CDs like the Gourmand quest? Yep. <laughs> Gordon Gourmand is very funny. It's a good name. I did the. Uh... I, I I used to like his show, but then he got all he got all celebrity and. Yeah, no. I mean, you can only yell at Cook so many times, and then it's right. just That's not boring. True. It just gets boring, Chris. No, then you have to yell at other people, other professions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did the dying wish quest. I had all the items already for it, and you yep. get a lot of stats for that. That's a big yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, I did that. I forgot to mention that in mine. I did that too because I had all the components, but when I went to do it, turn it in, I had just missed the. Uh, the Chocobo Emporium, the unlike yeah. every other shop in the game, closes at certain hours. That's actually no. There are other shops that like the uh, the one that sells you the Mandrake route uh, or whatever Mandragora route. Mandrake's an actual thing. Uh, the um, that one is only open at certain hours of the day because when so I it's only so it's only shops that have items that you need for quests. Yes, because, uh, yes. Forges, sorcery shops, hotels, and restaurants are open forever. Everything else closes at a certain time. I there's potion shops that are normally open, though. So. Yeah, because those are outfitters. Yeah, they're, 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 oh, they're, they're yeah. outfit. Right, right. But yeah. like, but like the restaurants and stuff. Like, not every restaurant is open. I haven't seen one that was closed except for that's weird. Yeah, oh, or this gro- this one grocery shop is one that's it opens at like 10 a.m. because I did this on day five. But yeah, like I, I had to wait till 10 a.m. to grab the route and then wait to 11 for the Chocobo, the, the Chocobo Aborium to open. And then I turned in the quest. I stay corrected. I just never encountered any shop closed except for the Chocobo Emporium. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got fucked by this in the Wildlands. Uh, the, <laughs> yes, you did. The chef up in the uh, Arius climb also closes. So oh yeah! Is, is there a quest required there? Uh, probably. There is a there's a quest that uh well it's not required but like you want it, to it's easy and you want to do it. Oh, the sheep. Well, not, obviously none of the, like none of these side quests are required, but I, I'm just saying that they put all these things for quests in, mm-hmm. but like it's only the it only seems like the ones that have quest items are the ones that have time of day restrictions. Yeah, it does seem that way, which seems like artificial. Yeah. trying to screw you again yeah i mean it's basically saying you need to prioritize when you want to do certain quests you know it's like that that sort of trade-off like you you want to be running around doing stuff out in the field at night because you're getting you know that's when the big monsters usually show up so you're running around doing a lot of combat at night but during the day is when you go and hang out at shops and stuff yeah but then i need to get all the ep for all the chronostasis i need so yeah I have to go back out in the field for, during the day too yeah, yeah. So I mean like it, it like that's what that seems to be like my rhythm of every day is that like I I burn all my EP like in the first half of the morning and then I just try to do as much as I can between you know in town between then and then when I decide to go out to do a bunch of battles and then the time from like 8 p.m. to 6 in the morning is forever. <laughs> yeah, I bur- I burn all mine before 6:10 because I'm like okay, it expired. Chronostasis expired. Chronostasis expired. Yeah. Chronostasis. Shops yeah. don't open till a certain time either, which is very inconvenient for that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, but I don't like to waste time. 
What right, but the thing I is, do? like, you would you would have to spend the time at some point, and you might as well spend it during the time when fewer things are available to you, and then use the chronostasis once everything's open, like at noon or something. Yeah, but it's one of those things that I have things that I don't know. I just the way I'm playing. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't like, like it, especially when the game tells you to like you need to be careful with your time. You don't want to like spend the first like four hours of every day just letting it burn. Like I, right. I get that. Yeah, psychologically, you don't want to do that. And theoretically, which seems to be happening, is by the time it's 10 o'clock, I have built up to six again, so I'm spending more. Yeah. I wish I had more than five. You see, that's that's why you end up needing uh, beating main quest, Chris. I Hey, look. This is the, the order we're talking about it. This uh-huh. is the play experience I'm going to have. And who, who came up with that order? Fletch. Uh, Fletch. So it's his fault. Yeah, I, thought, his fault. I, I thought it was set up more of just like, this is when we're going to discuss things, but you could just play however you want. <laughs> Well, then I would have to be way better about taking notes than I am. Yeah, no, that's why like half my notes are like really scattered. Like my day five notes are are very detailed, but like days like two through four are are like were very scatter shot because I didn't I didn't even realize time didn't flow during the menus. So <laughs> here's the thing, right? Like Fletch puts these Fletch will put this the notes up for the next day probably tomorrow. But then I have to go through and fill them out because otherwise they are incredibly bare bones. Yeah. So that's the other reason I'm doing it in order. Let's see. What else did I do? I did data recording, shoot for the sky. I did a bunch of monster hunting. Uh, I got four dodge fragments. I think the only one I'm missing is a cactuar. Um, where did you get the one on the highway? That's one of the two I'm missing. On the highway? There's one and she said, like, I need to find the key. Like, I lost an item from my beloved and it's somewhere in the highway between, I think, Dead Dunes and Wildlands or something like that. Uh, but you need okay. a key to so get there. So this is it must be where I wasted a bunch of time on the f- second day trying to open up the highways. So it has to be the only highway that I went somewhat far down which is you go out of Dead Dune Station, take a right, and it's that highway right there. Okay, so it, it's yeah, that's the thing I'm I'm curious about because I know the the high, I assumed it said it was on the highway or near the highway, but the highways are closed, therefore you have to wait till like day nine. I thought so. The door is much farther up on one of them. Oh, and I okay. think that's the one that explains it. It could also be right in front of the door by the industrial area cuz I think those are the only highways I like hung out near and I only hung out near that one cuz Reaver spawned there. Yeah, like I went to uh the one and like there's two in the wild spots in the wildlands where the the highways show up and I jumped in there just as I found something that sounded like the key to open up one of the highways but then I didn't get a prompt to interact with anything so I was very confused. Spoilers opening the highway is very inconvenient. Oh, you'll fun. get like a key in front of one that's for another one that's dumb yeah <laughs> if only oh, they were well. trying to th- it's almost as if they were trying to find more ways to waste time well at that yeah. point you like you're om- you're basically out of things to do and that's just run around forever you could have time forever now if you want to yeah uh the other th- what else did i do i got I accidentally found the last two numbers so i have the code for luxarian already and oh. then i got I got a bunch of other stuff. And that's it. Yeah. That's the day. Do you know what's the worst time thing, Phil, actually, for me? Was anytime I need to go to the Warren, like in Luxury. You can get into the Warrens in the day, I think. No. No, no you can't. There's yeah, a, there's it's, a, it's closed until 12 p.m. or 12 a.m. 
Yeah, it's only open from midnight to six. And the problem is that like there are ladders to jump the wall, but that's only to get out of the ward and not get right. in. I'm going to look this up because I'm like 90% sure you can get in there before midnight. Which, which is actually kind of hilarious because you think about it, it's like they're trying to, I can't tell if they're trying to lock away all the poor people before midnight. It's very confusing. So the, and then lock, you know, while all the rich people are in their homes or if they're trying to institute a purge. But here's the thing. They can just take the ladders out. They, they can't, they don't have to stay in the ward in the warren. No, no it, nobody, no characters can climb ladders. Ugh. I figured out what it is. The guy who sells you the Longui shell, mm-hmm. he tells you he knows a way to get into the Warrens at any time. But there is not one. Really? Yeah. <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why? Don't, don't worry, we'll put it in. We'll put that in the game later. Uh, the entire rest of this game facts thread is comparing it to the Zodiac Spear. Jeez. Uh, that's annoying. Oh, well. Well, that's it for day four. Tomorrow we are doing... I think this might be Luxurian 2. Uh, it probably is. Uh, yes, it is. Day five is Luxurian 2 with uh, Kyle. So that'll probably be getting the numbers, fighting the Juggernaut. Mm-hmm. Well, is it the, the re- do, you, do you fight the Juggernaut or do you fight a like a dragon? I know the dragons are in the area. Isn't no? Isn't it the giant machine that you fight that comes out of the gate? I don't remember. I know that both of them spawn in that area, like on their own. Oh no! You know what it is? Is you fight the juggernaut at the phone booth on the first day if mm-hmm. you don't repeat the passphrase correctly. Oh, okay. Wait, I didn't you know that. Fight the phone booth. No, at the phone booth. Oh, at the phone booth. I thought you said, said, you, uh, thought you said fight the phone it's booth. It's the, uh, the giant machine with the wrecking ball hands and flamethrower. I just thought if you fought a phone booth, it would be a much cooler boss fight. It would be very good. Yeah, that would be fun. Sadly, no. Final, that's up there with Final Fantasy VII doghouse level. What? Uh, Final Fantasy VII, there's a random mob that'll, it's just a doghouse that's just, once you attack it, it starts... It pops out into this monster. I do not remember that at all. That makes me think more of the, uh, what is it? The jar monsters in Dragon Quest. There's like, there's a monster that like, you you know, because you're smashing all the jars. Right. I'm, I'm just picking five. And then like one of them jumps out at you and there's a monster in it. And the monster's actually pretty hard. I don't, I don't remember that one, but I do know that there are jar monsters in that, uh, in that game, which are pretty powerful. Yeah, yeah. The worst jar monster is the 10 jar monster. It has like 12 eyes on it. And if you hit the right one, you get some stuff and you can keep doing this until you get all of them or it'll blow up and almost completely kill your party. But if you hit the wrong one, it's great. Uh-huh. Just kidding. It's awful. <laughs> all right. Wrapping it up. Do we have any th- closing thoughts about the day? There's not much to say for me. Bill. Not about the dead dunes. Uh, we pretty much covered it all. Yeah, yeah. It just feels like a, a desert level like a, with a fine tooth comb. Yeah, like <laughs> like I I feel like the dead dunes is. I mean, like there just isn't much to talk about in the space. I mean, I I like the flavor of like the of ruffian. I like Fang as the head of the bandits. I feel like that's very in character for her. 
and you will understand more about her motivations why she's doing what she's doing is, is that because she's australian and they're all criminals i wasn't gonna go with that <laughs> that explains why you're in the desert that's, that's why true. they call each other mate it's short for inmate uh and, okay so let's see protestants <laughs> catholics uh let's see this podcast of jews and australians mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah a lot of people insulted a lot of people Anyway, if you insult like, everybody, does that just come back around to you insulting nobody? Yeah. I've heard that argument made by a lot of comedians whose opinions on things I'm not yeah, in line that's, with. That's kind of what I thought. That's what true quality is. Uh, that, that's kind of what I thought, because normally it's like, oh, I punched up, I punched down, but I also punched up. That makes it okay. No. And really, it's like, no, you. that's like saying, yeah, I punched a, like, yeah, I punched Tyson, but I also punched a sick kid. Yeah, that doesn't like that, that doesn't means work. the count evens out, right? No, yeah. no, you're still a monster. Nope, always punch up, always punch up, just like Little Mac, always punch up. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah, no, I I think it's more of like Fang's style has always been very I don't know rakish. It's probably the best way to describe it. She's always got a bit of swagger and you know confidence, uh, and that feels roguish. like something that, roguish. Yeah, yeah, like that's that I feel like fits very well with her personality and it's just like you know it out of uh, okay snow's introduction in this game like snow's role in this world is definitely the most interesting i mean besides i guess video being pope is interesting but i haven't seen them do anything with it yet i don't know i i I like this for fang i like seeing fang come back and i like seeing fang be being the head of a bunch of like a, a band of thieves that's fun but it does it's not like got a lot of like equity out of that particular um choice i i haven't gotten to the point to where it actually makes sense that she's doing this though yeah no that's, that's, that's kind of where it falls part. apart for me right yeah well the thing about it and matt can just cut this out is that makes a little more sense yeah because i mean uh, like unfortunately the one bugbear about fang's whole character is that she really only exists in relation to vanille like there really isn't much of uh, of her that's without that's because they made the wrong choice and made lightning exist <laughs> yeah I, gu- I guess like that was the whole plan right i mean like to have her be the sassy one like, well, no, the, the 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 original plan, if I'm remembering correctly, is that in development, Lightning did not exist and Fang was the main character. No, no, no. The, what happened was uh, Lightning Lightning was always there, but oh. she had Fang's like coquettish, you know, like kind of like flirtiness, like kind of like flirty roguishness. Like that character trait was Lightning's. So she they, had a personality trait instead of none. <laughs> Right, right. But so they decided, no, let's make her dour and serious and then give all of those fun traits to Fang. So so that's how Fang. That's why Fang's like a more fun character is because she all had all she took all the fun out of lightning. She she is the the Lumina of lightnings, (laughs) lightnings, fun personality. Jokes on you. Lumina is also the Lumina of lightning. Shit. (laughs) Uh. For the record, the Wikipedia article on Rake stock character is very good. Yeah, no, it's a, it's an interesting history of a character, for sure. <laughs> anyway, so if you want to get in touch with us, 
You can add us on Twitter or post on Facebook at LightXThrice. Also, rate and review and shit. I don't, I don't really say that, but, you know, always rate and review. Maybe you should mention the one piece of feedback we got. Oh, wait, is that the one where you posted a review and yeah. it got edited? No, 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 no. I'm, t- I'm talking, Richard tweeted us the lightning thing so you oh, can shit. read it. I haven't Otherwise, why are we saying this? Uh, I haven't looked, honestly, I haven't looked at the Twitter yet. Well, we <laughs> received a tweet from one of you that told us that Eclair in French is also lightning, so her character's name is fucking Lightning Farron Lightning. Yep. <laughs> no, it's Lightning Lightning it. Farron. Oh, yeah, no, that's Because that's her nickname. Her nickname is her real name, but in a different language. I, I, w- I want Farron to be lightning in some other language like Sanskrit. <laughs> That would be very funny. <laughs> uh, do you guys have any plugs to share with the listeners? Bill? Well, I'm uh, guesting on a, the podcast Lightning Strikes Thrice. That's a very good podcast about very good games. Yes. about Well, about an okay <laughs> game, a very good game, and an alpha game. <laughs> I was going to say, you just called Final Fantasy Thirteen a very good game. Just, yeah, no, so it's know. still salty about it. It's so bad. <laughs> It starts off uh, so uh, good. I, I will vindicate you a little bit, Chris. This one is the best of the three. That bar's also so low, I would trip over it. Oh, 13-2 is fine. I wouldn't say fine. it's great. It's like a B. Yeah. They have the same combat, so no, it's still bad. Oh, the combat was the good part. I hated <laughs> the combat. <gasps> or, or, yes, th- this is my plug. I'm fighting you. Oh, this is what it's like to be bad. Live on pay-per-view. Don't you also uh, do uh, streams every now and then on Twitch? I uh, yeah, I have I haven't for a little bit because of uh, some family obligations. I'm going to be doing that soon, but in the meantime, uh, still BattleTech. Yeah, I just haven't been able to do it for a while because uh, family obligations. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to we, like we've managed to get the little guy to start sleeping on a more regular schedule, so I'm going to be picking that up again soon. Cool. Uh, for updates on that, just uh, follow me on Twitter. I'm at pholmes one two two. Yeah, and that's uh, you're playing been playing BattleTech. Yes, uh, yeah. BattleTech on Fridays on calling it Filthy Casual Fridays mm-hmm. with P H I L C. Uh huh. Very good. No, we got that. <laughs> yeah, but the listeners <laughs> it might not have. Oh yeah, they don't know you're a fucking pun degenerate. <laughs> hey, I preferred Punslinger. I would have gone with Punsultant. Punsultant <laughs> is pretty good. Punslinger is also good. Like, not gonna lie. I think Pud Sultan is even low, more low energy somehow. You gotta finish Battletech, dude. Battletech, all those people who are now playing Into the Breach because it finally came out on a platform for babies are wrong, and Battletech is actually the best tactics game of the year. As I like to call it, Mexcom. Yes, yeah, it's, oh, it's so good. I need to play it. I have it, but I haven't played it yet. Oh, it's really good, man. I can't wait to watch you just fucking eat shit. <laughs> <laughs> I probably will. It's very hard. The other thing I will plug, it's not happening yet, but it's going to happen in the near future. So hit me up on updates for this. But uh, we're going to be starting a podcast on Battletech, specifically the lore. Ooh, fun. The actual books oh, of the series. Is uh, Aztec X or whatever his uh, yes, handle is the, on that? Him and, I, him and I have been working on, uh, together trying to arrange a schedule. He's got... Sweet. I won't get into his thing. He's got personal obligations, too. But what yeah. the new year hits, we might try to try to kick that off again well yeah no i talked to him about he he, he asked about doing a battle tech uh thing with me and i'm like well i can't commit to that but that would be cool uh at least the oh, games the, the, nothing yeah. else we could have you guessed uh oh yeah 
I have to do some reading though. I would I would invite Chris, but uh, his opinions are bad. So <laughs> no, look, it's not my fault that Lost Tech is an awful name for anything. It's the fucking elsewhere of BattleTech. I'm not going to argue with that, but what do you expect for something that was written in the 80s? Look, all I'm saying is that if you're writing a universe, there should be someone who can tell you no, and you will listen to them. The problem is, one person wrote it, and now everybody has to follow it. Fucking, oh my god. Yep. Yeah, there's no such thing as retcons, as this uh, podcast is taught. (laughs) (laughs) We played an entire game based on a retcon, fuck you! That's the joke, Chris. Oh. I thought you were talking about the clock. The best part is how long it took you to get that. No, no, I thought he was talking about the clock, which not made it made a retcon not a retcon. <laughs> because there wasn't a retcon. I don't know what you're talking about, Chris. You retcon the retcon. Yeah, my God, what is happening? You never, ret- you never go full retcon. So uh, the only thing I have to plug is our other podcast that I do on uh, Pitch Drop, which is Boku No Stop the free version we're going through well about anime in general but we're going through ava evangelion etc for the moment say it however you want people will be mad no matter how you say it i i don't even like that's why i usually just say eva but like i don't want to assume people know exactly what well that. well that's okay because people like anybody who watches that is mad anyway all the time forever why it's it's great i'm liking yeah, it so far but you watch it and then you're done if you're a watcher of it, you're still watching it. You're still living in that mindset. Mm. Look, are you trying to imply that Chris isn't living in a hell of his own making in his head all the time? Well, no, he's living in a hell of Square Enix's making, and it's called Lightning Returns. I'm also <laughs> living in a hell of my own making. <laughs> it's totally true. Today I watched an anime and did not skip the intro because I liked it. <laughs> I'll forgive uh. that because... Uh, one thing I do miss that anime still does that uh, we don't do over here is good intro music, good intro sequences. Mm-hmm. Yep. Check out, yep. check out the, it, this is my plug for the show. Check out the intro to iron blooded orphans. It's very good. I might I mean, do that. It's, it's gotta be better than the intro to big bang theory. <laughs> I mean, look, people like, they might be giants. Is that what it is? That, do that's they? what it is, right? Apparently they've been around uh, for like those people years. are man babies. Fucking grow up. You're not 16, dude. <laughs> this is the guy who listens to Dream Theater. <laughs> Dream Theater is also for man babies. <laughs> <laughs> but you happen to like that particular flavor of man baby stuff. Oh, definitely. All, pro- all prog music is for man babies. Come at me. <laughs> uh, you can I listen will to my- cut you. <laughs> I like prog music. I'm just also not above admitting I'm a man baby. <laughs> yeah, but I like prog, mu- prog music. And my problem is... I'm an old man. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's oldies music. Well, here's hey, just Benjamin Button now. What, what's up, fellow kids? Fellow teens? <laughs> His shirt just said rock band. No, mu- music band, not even rock music band. band. <laughs> music band in the ACDC logo. <laughs> I, w- I would wear that shirt. You would. You totally would. Because it'd be black. I bought black. a King of the Hill as my favorite anime shirt. <laughs> You can I miss terrible. Other... Yeah, terrible shirts gone, gone but not forgotten. I miss it. I miss it already. It was so or good. <laughs> Did anyone see the Wildwood stuff I posted on my Twitter? No, no I, I, I don't. Sorry, use I, don't, I don't really do it's like, Twitter. It's like nothing but like this is like 
from my trip to Wildwood, it's like almost nothing but Fortnite shirts. Oh, I saw, I, I did see a couple of those. I think you posted them in, in Slack, or at least one or two of those. Well, I posted a link, but I also posted a link to my Twitter involving that because it's bad. <laughs> yeah, it's ugly. I am proud to have given Terrible Shirts the most accurate description of all time. It was the channel we deserved. Yeah. Yep. You can listen to my other podcast on the network, Magmar Sucks, where we stack rank Pokemon based on how interesting they are. Spoiler alert, they're all tied for not at all. Uh, a bunch of them are very <laughs> good. So here's the thing. It, it, I, don't, I don't like Pokemon. I played no Pokemon game for like 20 years. So it's all just based on Pokedex text. And for some of them, they try very hard and they come out very cool. Ah, okay. So yes. That actually sounds more interesting. Not a Pokemon podcast. A Pokemon lore podcast. (laughs) That sounds more interesting, surprisingly, because I I didn't... I I bounced so hard because I think Pokemon came out like two years after I was the right age for it, so I never had a a time to get to it. Oh, they're all bad, and they're all the same thing. It's the shittiest version of a JRPG. You mean the kind without any interesting characters or plot? Yeah. Yeah. And, a, and it's a collectathon, so it's kind of like, you know, that... Uh, yeah, it's like, what if Donkey Dragon Quest Four was also ba- Banjo-Kazooie? <laughs> That's all until next time. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Wait, what are we talking about next time, Chris? I already said what we're talking about next time. Fuck you, rewind the podcast. <laughs> all right, I'll have to cut that around. Listen again. to our plugs again. <sighs> all right. Cool. Ciao. Rip. Oh, damn it, I forgot to hit record. I know you're kidding. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.